Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. And in this episode, I'm excited to share a process that you can follow to design your dream life. Because seriously, who among us couldn't use a bit of added sparkle in our day to day? In the earliest days of my business, I wasn't so much running toward a passion or purpose, but I was running away from my disengaging full time job. And that absence of purpose, it scared me. This was the next phase of my life and I wanted it to be infused with intention. Also, I had no idea how to achieve this. And then one day, browsing aimlessly in a bookstore, which, by the way, is a tactic I recommend anytime you're struggling with literally anything, I stumbled on a book called Designing Your Life, How to Build a Well-Lived, Joyful Life by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. At first glance, it sounded a little squishy, but... I noticed the book is based on a course of the same name authored by two professors who famously teach it at Stanford University, an institution not really known for its squishiness. So I grabbed it. Its purpose is to help you answer this question. Can we apply design thinking to the wicked problem of designing your job, your career, and even your life? Evans and Burnett believe we can. Design thinking is a means of user-centered design. It's about designing not the best outcome, but rather the best path for a particular user. In this case, the user is you. Today, I'll introduce you to the five phases of the design thinking process and how Burnett and Evans would encourage you to harness it in designing your ideal life. Whether you're on a quest for joy, change, or a fresh start, welcome to your new beginning. Phase one, empathize. Design thinking begins with empathy because you can only design for a user you understand. And since you are the user, this phase is about self-awareness. So how can you get to know you a little bit better? There's a process Burnett and Evans describe called wayfinding, which is a simple method of self-discovery that puts you in the direction of where you need to go. Through wayfinding, you'll discover which activities engage you, or leave you feeling inspired and in the zone, and which sap your energy. The process is simple. Keep a journal. For the next few weeks, keep track of your work and home activities throughout each day. Whether it's writing a sales pitch, reorganizing your sock drawer, or anything else, for each activity, grab your journal and log how high or low your engagement was during the activity. Did you enjoy your time spent? And how you felt afterwards. 
energized or exhausted, positive or negative. This process will reveal some important information about you. Next step, define. The next phase of design thinking is to define the needs or insights you've gained through empathy. So after a few weeks, take a closer look at your journal and do a bit of reflecting. What captures your attention? Any surprises? When I did this exercise, I validated some things I already knew. I love spending time with people and learning about topics of interest. But the news to me was that I was also really enjoying writing copy for my website. This insight led me to start publishing an email newsletter, which has become a big part of my business growth. Now it's your turn. What insights pop out for you? What assumptions can you validate? And what new things did you discover? Step three, ideate. Now it's time to develop a set of possible solutions. This phase is meant to be playful and exploratory, leveraging the insights you've collected. Burnett and Evans call this odyssey planning. I love this phrase. It sounds more like an adventure in the wilderness than a planning process. How you craft your odysseys is up to you. You can draw, write stories, brainstorm, or create a mind map. But the goal is to generate possibilities using pen and paper. Each of us is many, Evans and Burnett say. The life you are living is one of many lives you will live. So start with three possible lives. The first is a better version of the present. What your life would look like if everything stayed the same, but you added in a little bit more of the engaging and you stripped out some of what leaves you drained. The second is an alternate version of the present. It's what your life would look like if suddenly your job went away. The third is your what-if-money-were-no-object version, what your life would look like if finances weren't a constraint. Let your creative brain take over here. None of these will be your final life design, so don't be hampered by too many rules. This is just about possibilities. Step four, prototype. This phase is about collecting data to inform how we turn ideas into action plans. Now that you've crafted three possible lives that sound great, what can you do to test and validate your assumptions? Who in your life has lived pieces of your envisioned lives? If one odyssey involves you opening a restaurant or becoming a stay-at-home parent or launching a side hustle, who do you know who has done these things? Find and interview people who you trust to share the good, the bad, and the ugly of their experience. Arm yourself with as much information as you can so you can ultimately make informed choices about how to move forward. And finally, test. The most valuable thing I learned while going through this life design process was that change doesn't need to be wholesale. You don't have to throw one life out and take on another. You can take just one step at a time. Here's where you put your insights, your possibilities, and your data into a blender and take a small sip of that smoothie that emerges. Maybe in your current job, you spend a lot of time in meetings that drain your energy. This doesn't mean you have to quit your job or boycott meetings, but can you craft a small experiment in which you opt out of one meeting per week and replace it with something that really lights you up? Go back and check your journal to find the things that make you the happiest. This was my approach. I didn't throw my business out, but I started turning up the dial on things I believed would make me happy, choosing different clients, saying no to certain projects, and yes to others. If I was right, I kept going. If I was wrong, everything was reversible because I was doing this in small steps rather than giant leaps. 
This process can be fun and invigorating. The beauty of human-centered design is that there's no right answer. The only outcome has to be one that lifts you up. And now it's your turn. Are you ready to build a life you love? Have a question I can answer? Check out all the links in my bio for ways you can reach me. You can also visit my website at leadabovenoise.com or follow me on the Modern Mentor Podcast page on LinkedIn, where I share exclusive tips, videos, and musings. Join me next week for an episode all about grit and how to show more of it at work. Until then, thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.